third episode of the Hazen Union Podcast. I'm John Craig, the Associate Principal of Hazen Union School, and on this episode you'll be hearing from Abby DeGrosser. Abby is a seventh grader in our middle school, and she spoke with our school board on Monday, November 30th. She shared her personalized learning plan, or PLP for short, along with evidence of her learning from the first third of the year. Abby was gracious enough to allow us to record her presentation and share it via our podcast. We hope you enjoy. Great. Okay. So, I'll just I'll just introduce Abby. Abby is a uh, she's a seventh grader um, in one of our two houses in the middle school, House of the Rising Sun. Uh, and um, I talked with uh, several middle school teachers uh, a couple weeks ago, um, looking for uh, students to talk to about their PLPs, and um, four teachers gave me Abby's name. So, um, so I so Abby and I chatted last week and. Um, this is her. This is her PLP, um, and she's going to walk through just a couple pieces of it, just so you kind of get an idea of what her personalized learning plan looks like as a seventh grader at this point, um, and really is the foundation that she'll be building on um, throughout her time here in accordance with Act Seventy Seven and her move towards more personalized learning. So, um, with that, I'll uh, I'll turn it over to Abby. Oh my God. Yeah. So. This is my identity page, and it tells about me and kind of what I'm doing. Each one of these dots, I use an app called ThingLink, which you can take a picture and add little comments and images and bubbles. And, so. and then um, I, I do like favorite things and what I like to do. I'm hoping to do um, what I want to do. After I graduate, is going to radiology, so I put that on there, and uh, it's mentioned a couple times, and some images, and down, down below is I have an I am poem, which just tells about me and um, what I hear, see. Did you write it? Um, we used a format, and we filled in like the. Um, Words that are capitalized, that's the words that I oh, put okay. in there. But the I am, I wonder, was a format that we used. And then this is um, just a little about me in third person. And my definition of PLP. Can you read your definition of PLP for us? To me, um, PLP, personalized learning plan, is something where we plan for our future. Um, what have you been doing, might ask. Well, I have a lot planned for myself. I want to go into radiology, mostly ultrasounds and x-rays. Um, I've worked very hard in school. Basically, I'm going to become valedictorian. I really want that. So, um, a lot of kids, I've asked them, what do you want to do? And they have absolutely no clue. Um, anyways, this is, I just, this is what I want to do. And I've got a head start on this PLP website. I know. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad somebody knows what they're doing after <laughs> <laughs> You've only got nine months left to go. What are you worried about? Um, this is relationships. And we did a relationship web where we tell about 
um, kind of our family and how we connect to the community and kind of outside. So, and we picked four adjectives, um, caring, loving, helpful, and happy, and I did picture collages. And this is our relationship web, um, personalized for each of us. And you do like your personal family and then animals, friends, family, family, and you take adjectives and describe each one and then take um, a couple of them and do the collages that I did. And... Um, there was uh, paragraphs and describing how I represent each loving, caring, helpful, and happy, and um, how I look for that in other people, and scenarios that um, include those. So I also have um, academic goals. And also personal goals, but I'll just share my academic goals. I'll make sure other people's distractions don't get in the way of my learning. I'll teach waste audits to younger children throughout the year, hopefully affecting them in a good way, which I have started. Um, I'll learn what I need for college in the years instead of his union. And I have evidence for each of these, which is on the page. Um, I recently attended a conference at UVM. I learned how to teach children about wind and solar power. Um, it was an entire day spent on just um, people teaching me how to teach um, other children about wind and solar power. Um, I've also made sure um, that when other kids misbehave, I stay on task. And I have started my POP planning, as you see. Um, and I've done that by making a survey and collecting data about radiology and presenting it, which is on my last one. Yeah, and that's the reflection of it. I did a survey about radiology because that's that's what I want to do with my life or career. Um, the best part about this project was finding out that 11 out of 45 middle schoolers said they had no idea what radiology was. <laughs> um, the math skill that I used most was decimals. In life, people use, people use surveys for their companies to figure out what people like. Um, if I was to do another survey, I would ask these questions. How many times have you been in the hospital for you or anyone? We guess them too. And even when you were younger, did you ever consider being In science, the big thing we did at the beginning of the year that I added onto here was our, um, we had to do a video um, about the Lagos Farm. We visited it, and I got 100. And there's a video that we're going to show, a sound. So it's about um, how, like, the whole farm, the process of calves and, um, how they deal with waste and... Do you want to see it? Yeah! yeah. The Lagos Farm. The Lagos Farm helps the community in many ways. They employ people, they produce milk for stores, and they keep the rural part of Hardwick in motion. First, we sell the little calves. If conditions are good, it takes approximately one hour for a calf to be born. Cows are born in the cattle pen, then taken to be next to a heater. 
They need a ton of nourishment, which is why they drink their mother's first milk, colostrum, as soon as they're born. This whole guy was born the day we visited Lagus Farm. Just like all the other calves, he's going to be cold during the winter, which is why Johanna will sell each of them a blanket. Trying to get calves not to drink milk is called weaning. Sometimes it is a long process and will require lots of patience. Just like humans, calves have to grow, and soon, instead of milk, they'll be eating grain and hay. They will soon grow into older girls, <laughs> who will start by having calves so they can produce milk. When trying to breed a cow, which the lactases do artificially, the cows are put into a freshening barn with a bowl. After being bred a couple of months, cows are put into the freshening barn, where they will soon have a calf. After the cows are born, the cow goes into a barn called the fresh barn, where they have a two-month rest period before having another calf. The milky cows are kept in the same barn as the pre-fresh cows. The whole barn is cleaned by a skid steer, which in the summer puts the poop in the back of trucks, which spread it on fields, and in the winter, puts it in the poop pit. The same barn is also cleaned by a farmhand scraping the poop out of the stalls to the poop scoop. Cows go into the milking parlor to get milk. Farmhands come and clean every udder on the cow. Then, they have put on four suction cups that enclose the udders and suck the milk out of them. After being milked, the cow goes back to get fed again to produce more milk. The milk is then put into a bulk tank, where the milk is taken by a truck to companies who buy it. Companies will package the milk into ice cream, butter, milk, etc. Chemicals used on the Lagos farm are very safe. They use specific chemicals to clean specific pipes and tanks. Every time they have to clean the pipes and tanks, they clear them out and flush everything through. After the cleansing is done, they flush it out again with water to make sure no chemicals get in the milk. Food. Cows have to eat to produce milk, and buying food for about 400 cows is probably a heart attack. So, the Lags Farm produces their own food for the cows. Every summer, the Lagasses make their own egg, as well as getting some from my family as a gift. The Lagasses make their own round bales, and we give them square bales. As well as making hay, they chop the grass and haul it back to the farm to put it in the bunk. They also grow corn, which they chop every year. Most of it is for the cows, but some of it they sell. After the corn and hay ferment, the Lagasses take it out of the bunk and feed it to the cows. Lagos Farm is a very comforting place to go. Everyone is friendly and will give a helping hand. Thanks for watching. Hope you have enjoyed my presentation. Very nice. Yeah. Nice job, Great. Abby. Good job. Abby, anything else you wanted to share with? Um, no. Any questions for Abby? I just want to make a comment that as a 12-year-old public speaker, she is superb. Congratulations. Thank you did an you. excellent job. Thanks. Now, how, how is the uh, COP process? Uh, I'm interested in that. How is it, how does this modify as she goes through you know, um, seven We update the website all the time, and we're constantly doing more projects such as this, and... Um, Kind of like, like for instance, we have um, we do paragraphs like, "What is your definition of this?" We also do stuff um, that we're doing a year-long project, and right now we're in the middle of doing. Um, my group is doing a bake sale, so we're learning how to do a mini job just on our own, getting the supplies on like minimal money, and. Um, 
selling it, and we're also trying to help the local food pantry. So that's like what we're doing right now. And we'll be, like I said, adding to this all the time. And so when you finish seventh grade, you're in seventh grade now, right? Mm -hmm. You go to eighth grade, will you, will the PLP will presumably change, right? Some of it, but not all of it. Um, we're just, we're just going to keep adding to it. Like nothing's going to be taken off from it. It's just going to keep going throughout. Um, you just keep adding to it. Right? Adding and adding, yeah. So it'll get to be a fairly comprehensive uh, document. Mm -hmm. huh. It'll be your so, high school portfolio. Yeah. Yes, that's, it, that's kind of the whole point of having a PLP website. So nice. it serves as a portfolio and a place for students to document their learning in a bunch of different places. So you can see there's learning that's happened within the classroom and outside of the classroom just with our seventh graders. But now as they move forward, as they move uh, into high school and in their later years, it'll serve not just as a place to document and collect evidence. And you can already see this too, but it's a place for some of the planning to happen as well. Um, so as Abby, if she continues down looking into getting into a medical career, she'll be setting up and talking about internships and documenting that along with all of her other schoolwork on here. So serves as a place to plan and also a place to document and share the learning um, as well. And you can see she's also included some images of some of the rubrics and the proficiencies that she's working on too. So. Abby, could you take just a moment and tell us the process you went through to create this? The Legs Farm Project? The whole... Oh, the whole website? The well, whole we were sent a link um, from Ms. Burton, and then our teachers just kept saying, well, after we did projects, our teachers kept saying, okay, now go to your PLP website and add this picture, take a picture of this, add it on, upload this link, put it on there, and eventually it's created a whole area where I can go back and look on anything I've done and, um, yeah. Are you comfortable with all this technology? Yes, very. No. <laughs> all right. Do you have access to school digital cameras? All of this is, was created using um, the iPads. Yeah. We each have using our own the iPads. Using the cameras on the iPads. Right. So, like, if we, once we get our rubric back, um, this was from my science teacher, so she said, Take out your camera, take a picture of it, and upload it onto your PLP website. That's what we did. And Abby is obviously, she's, she's a great student, but all of our students across the middle school are, are doing this and work. And a couple high all. schooler. And a couple high schoolers. Chad <laughs> <laughs> seems that? like a very sophisticated presentation. <clears throat> yes. A seventh grader. I mean, our, uh, is every seventh grader working on a PLP? Yes. But presumably this is probably one of the more advanced ones. Yeah, but you know, every uh, every few weeks, um, I have access to all of them. So does Mike, and we'll flip through and look at it, look at all of them. And across the, there's sort of a minimum that all the students have done so far. Yeah. So um, the identity page, the relationship web, the goals, and then as we get into the evidence, there's varying levels of evidence that the students have been putting in. Um, our global citizenship teachers have taken uh, a lead in um, helping with the, the design and the upkeep of them, but in all of the core classes, um, student, as you can see, this is from a science class, they've been documenting the, the work there as well. So, um, and um, 
Is it just eighth grade, or did the seventh graders start working on some blogs as well? Mom started that. Blog day. Uh, it's coming. Oh no, not probably yet. tomorrow. That answered your question. Yep. Should know what it was. What's been your favorite thing about the PLD so far? The biggest benefit. Um, having like having access to look back on what I've been doing. So, for instance, if I lose a paper or if I, if someone wants to know something really fast without me looking through my backpack, I can just pull it up on a website and show them. Cool. And how do the other pieces like? Your identity and your and your goals and your sense of like the definitions of things that you make contribute to like the rest of your POP. Um, it helps you understand what's really going on. So if you have no idea what the definition is, your teacher will come over and explain it to you. And that's we've done definition of community and POP and a couple others. And so it help it just helps you understand really what you're doing and how to explain it to others. And no one else has access other than Abby, the administration, and her teachers. Yep. And so, John, was this a canned software for this? Uh, um, so this is something this that website-based. Yep. So this is something that the middle that level. We bought. No, this is something that the middle level team um, started building and designing the template. Uh, template, I guess, is what I was yep, looking they for. Yep. Started building it throughout the. Um, the summer at the Middle Grades Institute. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's run through Google Sites um, and also some scripts that sort of can copy the template and share it individually with all the students and modify the sharing access, so the visibility of who can see it and who can't. Um, but this is something that uh, the team, we looked at a bunch of different examples and then mm -hmm. built one that made sense for us here at Hazen. Um, again, going through Google and being built with the students' iPads. So basically they should all be laid out somewhat the same, just with different personal information. Yes. So, so like we're, we all upload pictures, just each, each student has a different um, result, and we all do like different definitions about, like, about the same thing, but different, unique to us. They're all going to have those same drop-down menus. They do right now. Um, but they have the capability and structure to be uh, to be changed. So, for example, um, Abby might decide she would like a tab for a future internship, and she could have that there. Um, okay. Or um, add some other pieces. So, in terms of evidence, these are just the courses that um, are from the middle level right now, but she may be taking other. And so, she'll be able to add different tabs. But this is the. This is kind of the base and the foundation okay. um, that are all 7th, 8th, and ninth graders have at this point. The ninth grade one's just a little bit different, but pretty similar. And do you help other students if they get bogged down and can't quite figure out what they want to put in under either a goal or an evidence? And um, Yeah, I guess so. Like, usually after I'm done my work, I'll make sure kids sitting around me know what they're doing and understand it. Because I can imagine that for some of them this is difficult to, the computer part of it even, to come up some with stuff of, like that. You know, a lot of them have a better grip on it than we do. Than we do. <laughs> for us. Yes, maybe that's where I'm coming <laughs> yeah. from. So yeah, it's beautiful. I need just maybe one more question, then I've got to get Abby to uh, 
Mr. Mills. Last question. Do you think, like, this seems like it's done a lot for you and you can speak well to it. Do you think it's true for your peers or, like, a lot of your peers? Um, a lot of my peers. Some of them um, still don't really get the kind of reason we're doing PLP. They're like, we're doing so many different things, what's going on? Like, they're a little bit confused. Um, but I definitely know that most of them can see what I'm doing now. And that reason is? Um, mostly because we're doing um, about the same thing. Like, we all did collages and relationship webs, so we all, most of us understand it, but some of them, some of um, the kids just still don't quite get it. Yeah. New. Yeah, they're asking to yeah. be reflective on their own learning. Some of us don't quite get it. <laughs> yeah, John, what is the connect? How are the parents have access to this? Um, they will, um, and a lot of parents who came to our um, our student-led parent-teacher conferences, um, the, half of the conference was led by the students going through their PLPs, nice. um, and um, as this week, uh, yesterday actually, today, today's Monday. Um, iPads are going to start going home with the students. They've done a lot of work around digital citizenship um, and thinking about their digital footprint and being, that's something we didn't talk about uh, today, but um, students who have demonstrated that responsibility, which is 95% of our kids right now, will be taking their iPads home. And so some of the activities that teachers will be asking their students to do is show, we want you to show your parents this. And we have ways to have the parents sign with their finger that, hey, we saw it. Nice. Yeah. But anyway, Abby's got to get to uh, get to the, the concert. Um, but again, thank you for coming. We really appreciate Very it. Very good job, Abby. Yeah. Nice, nice job, Abby. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Hazen Union Podcast. I'd like to thank Abby, our Hazen Union School Board, and the entire middle-level team. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. Thank you.